Good morning. It is Friday, July the 14th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Beginning today, before the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's get the picture of Jesus ascended at the right hand of God. He is near high and lifted up and deeply embedded in our inmost being. That's to whom we pray. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our text today is entitled, Stop Hitting the Snooze Bar. Our scripture text is Romans chapter 13, verses 11 to 14. Hear now the word of the Lord. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. On my phone, and probably yours too, among a thousand and one other features, there is an alarm clock. When the alarm goes off, a screen appears with several bits of information. At the top is the date. Below that is the time. Further down is the word alarm. At the very bottom is a small grayish button with the word stop. But just beneath the word alarm and well above the small button that says stop is a large oval-shaped bright button. It's orange. You know what it says? Snooze. Pushing that button gets you nine more minutes of slumber. Why nine minutes? The reason dates back to the early digital alarm clocks, but the sleep science offers the deeper logic. 
somewhere between 9 and 12 minutes, our bodies begin the shift into the deep sleep cycle again. Nine minutes is the magic number of minutes to keep you from neither really waking up nor really going back to sleep. I read a study once saying every time one hits the snooze bar, they forfeit 10% of their energy for the day. And I hear some of you doing the math out there with sighs of new understanding as to why you feel so sluggish today already. As Paul begins to make the turn into the final stretch run of Romans, he begins to fire warning shots to the fledgling church in Rome. Today's text is a cannonball shot over the bow. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake from your slumber. Of course, this is beautifully reminiscent of one of our other favorite words from Paul which even in those early decades had already become a saying across the church. Hear it. This is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you, Ephesians 5.14. You see, Paul is not writing these things to the unbelieving world with its unknowing pagans. Paul is writing to the followers of Jesus. He is talking to awakened believers who have drifted into the netherland between sleep and wakefulness. He is talking to the multitudes of us who have developed a bad habit with the snooze bar. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. Yes, the night has been defeated. And yet the darkness lingers as we await the dawn of the day of the Lord. It's why Paul doesn't say, get out of bed, but rather, rise from the dead. The ancient grip of death has been broken, and yet the human spirit is weak and often reticent to respond. The grave clothes of death into which we are born, must be stripped away. Early belief must be met with patterned beholding if we are to move into the territory of real becoming. The patterns of this world do not let go easily. To be transformed by the renewing of your mind takes more than just setting an alarm clock Paired with good intentions. Some years ago, I picked up a collection of poems by Tom Hennon based on the title alone. Darkness sticks to everything. Darkness, like death, has been destroyed by death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And yet it is true. Darkness still sticks to everything. Here, Paul out. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. 
Paul knows this is not some kind of battle to live by better principles. He knows there is an absolute war on the soul raging all around us. He knows we will need a different kind of armor altogether, the armor of light. Wow, what a picture. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. He knows this is not going to be solved by trying harder to be better. He is not advocating for a life filled with better principles and platitudes. This is not a principled life Jesus is after, trying to make more ethical people. It turns out those are the worst snooze bar offenders of all, deceiving themselves by their principles while hiding behind their self-interested, self-righteous image management. The principled life is a way of life that parades as light but remains deceptively cloaked in darkness. I know that stings for some of you. You will thank me later. Abandon the pretense of a principled life with all its reasonable respectability. You were an abject, brazen sinner not long ago. You are slowly slipping back into the wiles of sin. Stop deceiving yourselves with a religion-wrapped life. Your principles, even godly religious ones, will not save you. They are powerless against the wiles of sin. Here is the remedy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. Throw away the entire wardrobe of image management. Put on the identity of Jesus Christ by the indwelling Holy Spirit. The armor of light is the indwelling Jesus Christ who wears the vestments of holy love, donning them in the deepest places of our inmost selves and lives. Religious principles may produce a semblance of a righteous life. Only Jesus produces the radiance we long for. The way is consecration, transformation, and demonstration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. And can we commit to each other? No more snooze bar. The prayer. Abba Father, we don't know what we don't know, especially about ourselves. And that we think we are on the right path does not mean we are on the right path. We are so prone, nay, I am so prone to hit the snooze bar in my life with Jesus. I so slowly and seductively forget just how desperate I am for His presence in my life. 
train me in what it means to clothe myself with the Lord Jesus Christ. I want this wardrobe, recognizing these are not outer garments nor shiny regalia, but the inner vestments of holy love. Have mercy on me, a sinner becoming a saint. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, do you see your own propensity to hit the snooze bar on your life and faith in Jesus? Will you pray for the Holy Spirit to pierce the veil of any self-deception that is in you? Are you willing to become brazenly honest about what He shows you? In our hymn today, we're going to sing a a hymn, a chorus, a chorus-ish hymn. It's in our hymnal, I'm happy to say. It's called There is a Redeemer. It comes from about 1982. Melody Green, the writer. Page 30 in our Seedbed Hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. We're going to sing the three verses with the chorus each time. You ready? Page 30. There is a Redeemer, Jesus, God's own Son, precious Lamb of God, Messiah, Holy One. Thank you, O my Father, for giving us your Son. And leaving your spirit till the work on earth is done. Jesus, my Redeemer, name above all names, precious Lamb of God, Messiah, Oh, for sinners slain. Thank you, oh, my Father, for giving us your Son and leaving your Spirit till the work on earth is done. When I stand in glory, I will see his face. There I'll serve my king forever in that holy place. Thank you, oh my father for giving us your Son and leaving your Spirit till the work on earth is done. Amen. Quick P.S. today. I wanted to encourage you to order your wake-up call journal for the upcoming Acts of the Apostles series. Order it now. Supplies are limited. We only order so many of those, and um, they're really good. We're going to begin the next series on August 14th, and this journal is all about digging the well deeper into the Word of God, 
by the Spirit of God in fellowship with the people of God. We're all on this journey together. I want you to order it now so it'll be delivered in time for the first pitch. And if you're a preacher and you'd like to preach alongside this next series, we would love to welcome you into our weekly sermon preparation fellowship. We meet every Tuesday, 1 o'clock Central, about 90 minutes, very rich time of prayer, of fellowship, of sharing wisdom and learning and ideas. Really a blessing. I've got a couple of links today in the email, in the PS, one for ordering the journal, the other for the preachers. If you'd like to come, I'll I'll be in touch with you about more details. It's a game changer now. Um that's a that's it for the announcements. <laughs> and uh it's now time to hit Friday. It's time to win Friday. Okay, and the beautiful thing is that we're going to win Friday because Jesus has already won it. It was on a Friday that he won it. Exactly. So back to our uh, chant. I believe that we will win. Get your seeds. Be ready to put them everywhere, indiscriminately. Everybody, all the time. I'll see you on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.